as our team comes up, come on up, you yellow-shirted people. I uh, want to say a huge thank you to everyone, uh, everyone in the church who had a huge part in this trip. If you weren't able to go but still were part of uh, supporting through prayers, through offerings, through buying stuff at the rummage sale, all those kinds of things, uh, we just want to say a huge thank you. And you had a hand in, uh, in what happened this uh, over that that week, uh, the 12th through the 18th of, of June. So, want to uh, want to say a huge thank you to all of you. And then, for those of you that want to share and can share, um, uh, want uh, want these guys to have the the chance to do that. First of all, let me acknowledge uh, Leanne Garver, who was our fearless leader for the entire trip. Got that picture from Brian. I hope you hope you forgive me uh, for using it, but uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, but uh, anyway, what, is there anyone that uh, that would like to? Well, are we doing kids zone epic thing today? So maybe maybe uh, you guys that are going to that yeah, need to I'm share. Going. You want to go first, Nick? Yeah. You want to share first? Okay. With fear and trembling, here we go. Hi. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, bonjour. <laughs> yep. Helping out at David's Promise was kind of fun. Yep, helping with special ed kids. <laughs> yep. Mitchell helped me, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Oh, making vases. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Zeta. So hand that off to Zeta here. No, because we have to leave, so. I thought I was going to do Epic today, so I didn't really prepare for anything, but it's all about church and community, and I really, uh, I even told the pastor, I really thought that at that moment I felt really part of the church. Um, because we were working together, we were sweating together, we were looking dirty together, and it, it was awesome just to know how different people with different capabilities could get together and get something done. And to see the product when it was final, it was awesome. To work with kids with special needs, I've never done that before, and I was a little afraid of trying new things, but it was really, really easy. Uh, they, they, um, the woman that was in charge, Rebecca, she was saying that it was, they're, they're so special because they don't judge you. They are always smiling. They're always trying new things. So it was just like that. So it's better. It's easier to work with those kids than any other people, I would say. And it was amazing that you could help with just doing a little bit of, of things. And I learned that I could do hard things too. Yes. And uh, plant and stuff. Although we have a little farm, we haven't done much planting yet. So um, it was great. Uh, I love you guys. I really love you more now. <laughs> and I love my church. Great. Now I guess our kids from Epic will... Oh, these guys. Oh, Henry needs to talk first. Yes, um, go ahead, Henry. Hi. Hi. I pretty much like... I liked the planning and stuff, and it was just great to work with people with special needs, like show them how to do a project and make lip balm with them. And 
we made banana pudding one time. And I liked, I kind of like making the tomato cages. I didn't do much with that, but I did a little of it. And cutting and bending the wire so that we could hold down the tarp so the plants wouldn't get like, I don't even know the word for it. Yeah, weeds. And it was just really fun to work with special needs people. And I'm done. How about that ice cream cone? Hi. <laughs> Two things, Henry. The ice cream cone, we have to know how that, uh, how that ended. Were you able to finish that whole thing? Yeah. Tell, tell the people. Tell them the name of the flavor, too. Okay. <laughs> okay. I finished that whole ice cream thing, but... Everybody said that it was gross except me because the flavor was candy Play-Doh. They, they said it tastes like real Play-Doh, but it doesn't to me. <laughs> and in the car on the way to the fountains, he was already asking for some other snacks, I believe. So, you know, so he, uh, yeah. And, and Henry's other, other friend that week was, was a hatchet. That, oh, yeah. Uh, he would not leave alone. But I love the hatchet. You, you, Hatchets are amazing. <laughs> so now we know what Henry's not getting for Christmas. So uh, anyway. And the hose. <laughs> All right. Well, epic. Anybody up through fifth grade can head out now that uh, you guys that are helping. And you guys, thank you very much. And you kids, you can head out with, with them. All right. Mitch? When I was at David's Promise, I noticed a, like, when we were at the prom graduation at Becca's get-togethers, I don't know what you call those, like her meetings on Monday, Thursday, or Wednesday, they all had like, uh, I don't know, they had an attitude where they were like, oh, that's cool. And they, they thought they could do like anything, which is, they would, I mean, if you're like, hey, let's do this, they'd be like, okay, sure. I mean, they would try everything. They thought, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um... I just felt, they kept thanking us for all the help, but I felt like I got more out of it than I gave. And I especially felt blessed because it was an environment of multi-generational. I, we formed, I think, deeper relationships with one another when you have to work together, eat together, and all of that. Not have to, but when you get to. <laughs> when you get to. Um, but even more than that, um, I feel like for myself and my children, our spiritual lives were just um, touched in a way that couldn't be otherwise. Um, instead of having a worldview of comparison, judgment, and um, competition, it's more about compassion um, acceptance, and as we talked about in Sunday school this morning, that unconditional love that um, the people show. So I just felt really blessed. I don't know who wants it next. Anyone? I think one of the things that I noticed the most was that these adult special needs people have been through a lot especially when they were in school and the, the, the other people made fun of them and, and they really had a hard life. And now as adults, they have a chance to be part of a group that appreciates them. 
and they really appreciated us, and they showed love, and that was so important to me. What was amazing to me is thinking back to two years ago when we were going into a situation and helping, and although we were the only church there at the time, knowing the rest of the summer they had every week hundreds of people coming to help. So going into this time, I was asking, so when's your next group? Well, they think the next group might be next August. So we were really glad that this is what we chose because the need was really there, and they were so appreciative. And the plans they have, um, where David's promise is, is um, an old, I think she said Episcopal church, that came with the property, and that's what they're using. And the second floor, they want to turn into a fair trade store, um, which will be able to showcase some of the products that they are making and some from around the world for special needs people. Plus, they want to have, like, um, you know, a little coffee bar there and stuff. So besides raising the money, it's going to give their attendees a chance for employment and an opportunity for employment, which what is what this garden will do too. Um, what they told us, they're able to go to school through the age of 26. Pretty much after that, then they're left on their own. They're left for their families to take care of them. And in many of these situations, families become broken because of the intensity of the need and the care that has to be given. So they're dealing with broken homes, um, just a lot of different situations. Yeah, 90% of the marriages with special needs children end in divorce. Um, And one of their long-term goals is to have housing, like, you know, group homes for them to live in and have help functioning. Um, they told us this, this year's graduating class, most likely none of, none of them will be able to function on their own. They're always going to need assistance. So we know that, like, the need is really there. But it's just, it's an amazing thing that's going on there, and I'm really glad we were able to be a part of it. And one of the facts that Rebecca was saying is that a lot of these families with special needs don't belong to a church just because it is so difficult to go to a church. And a couple of them have even been asked to leave the church because they're disruptants. Um, So even though David's promise is set on a church, most of them don't don't go. And so it was nice to be able to, to bring the faith back in and to be able to show what God can do to to not only the students but their families as well. And I just want to do a special thanks to Chris and Leanne. You guys got up early, always had breakfast ready, always were out <laughs> late making the budget work. So thanks for all your hard work and dedication. And of course, Pastor Pete, you were always the first one in the field working and the last one out of there. So except <laughs> always skipped out and went other places. Right? Well, you had. <laughs> but always um, showing the hard work and what needs to be done. Hello. Um, 
I discovered that I can be late to just about anything. <laughs> um, Satan and I had to leave like halfway through this thing because I had to go back to work, which is terrible. But um, let me see if I can run this down really quick. Um, I'm a little on the cynical side, and I complain about young people a lot. <laughs> Don't worry, this is going to end well. <laughs> Um, I've had uh, Kevin, Kevin Favette out to my farm a lot, and I know his work ethic. When you set him down and you get him going, he just goes crazy and doesn't complain, and he gets it done. He knocks it out, and he works hard, and it's actually fun working with the kid. Mitch, Henry, I, I didn't even know these kids' names before we got there, but they were always busting their butts, and they were always working hard, and they were always contributing, and that was impressive to me. That was the very first thing that kind of impacted me while I was there. People that I see kind of here, but really don't know anything about. That's on me. I should be taking the time to find that out. But that was impressive from the start. The whole special needs theme has kind of a really uh, obvious, uh, an obvious, uh, an obvious thing to it. Where okay, we know what we're doing. This is something that sometimes stretches people. Not everybody's used to working with this thing. And uh, okay, and then we're doing some hard work and some farmy stuff, and that's okay too. But uh, this is very personal for me because my mother uh, always had these stories about my uncle Scotty, who was special needs as well. And uh, he died in his late teens, less than a year before I was born, and I never got a chance to meet him, but I heard a million stories, and I saw a bunch of pictures, and that was mom's defining thing about life, was all her adventures with this guy. And Pete, you heard some of this at her funeral in February. And uh, there's a much, much deeper layer to all of this than that, that just, I had a lightning strike moment working with Wes, putting together one of these stools, you know, and... Uh, I don't know how someone you can have a connection with someone who has passed who has passed but I felt like all mom was trying to teach us something through all our ridiculous teen years that we never got about the value of people the depth of people and more importantly, the value of committing to people in your lives on more than just a superficial basis. And it's almost like all these years of being self-indulgent as a young person just kind of all went caught up like the speed of sound and ended in a sonic boom spiritually. And, and then looking at, these, looking at these pictures of everybody up there, I know Zeta's super tiny and did you see her in those overalls? She's wearing those overalls up there. Uh, you know, and my sister had to hem those because they don't make overalls <laughs> in her size. You're never going to find them, okay? Not, okay? So she works hard on our farm and everything. But something about seeing those pictures, I got, I got a little bit misty sitting over there looking at her commitment to others. I mean, we're working really, really hard. I mean, I, a lot of people landscape or they mow or they garden and it's fun for them and everything, but some of these days were really, really tough. 
And she was just a trooper. And looking at her commitment up there made me so proud of my little Zeta. And whether it's people that I see every day and don't know well, or it's somebody who's passed, who I knew very well, or somebody that I wake up next to every single day. The blessings and the love and the growth is new every day and continues every day and grows every day when you invest yourself spiritually and the people around you. And I'm so thankful that I had a chance to be a part of this with you guys. And if you get a chance, be a part of it, even if you can only be there for a couple of days. Because it will mean a lot to you for the rest of your lives. Thank you. I don't want to use the microphone. <laughs> you can't do that. I just want to follow up with what he said. We are so blessed. In this church, we are so richly blessed. And that means even for everybody here. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. And you said, you know, you don't know my stuff. You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know my coworkers. You don't know what I'm dealing with, my illnesses, my health, but you know what? We are richly blessed. And we work inside these people. And I, I really want to thank Pastor Pete. Um, we've had him ever since all our mission trips we've gone from. He has a heart for missions, and that this, he makes it happen. And Leanne, Leanne, you got it. You got it. And when I say you got it, the it is the power of the Holy Spirit that led you, I know, the hours you spent on the computer, behind the scenes, planning this, making it happen, promoting it, convincing us that this is where we needed to go. And it was 100%. Holy Spirit led, we made a difference. It wasn't just a handout with the team come behind us. We were it, we made a difference and it was Holy Spirit led and you get it. This church gets it. And thank everybody, everybody in this church that prayed for us, that supported us financially, that had the dream and the belief that we could make it happen. It was it was the best, most amazing trip ever. Say, I don't know if in the video you saw the size of the church at Jackson Nazarene. It's a huge building. And I don't know, what was the count? Like, yeah, the average 1,500 a weekend, yeah. And the, the, the man that was handling us as an incoming agent is the, also the one that has what's the outgoing. So we were his first, we were his gateways. But he used to be outgoing. And when he heard how big our church was, and how many came. The most they had, I think he said, for our mission team was 22. So he said he was going to use us as an example as in this small of a church, we were able to put together this size of a mission team. They have so many more that will participate. So. If they had 25% of their church that went on a trip, I right. mean, they wouldn't be able to. <laughs> That's right. Anybody else have anything to share? Well, we did. Shirley, were you going to share something? I don't want to cut you off here. I just wanted to say that um, 
I did more physical labor <laughs> than I have ever done. <laughs> and I might have gotten a little crabby about that once in a while, but um, I loved what we accomplished. I loved the people. Um, I love my church peeps even more uh, than I did before. Um, the, peop- the staff of David's Promise was wonderful. And those uh, special eds people, um, they just have such a joy of life. They were so much fun to be around. Um, we want to call them kids, but the oldest was 60. And little Wes was 52, he told me. So it was a great trip. I loved it. Well, we do have a few things, and I'm going to need the team here to help me out over here on the uh, the table. Um, I'll just tell you about these things, and you, you can grab them at the door on your way out uh, at the end of the service. But first, we have a packet that they gave to us the first night that basically I think they hand out to anyone who's thinking about uh, becoming part of the program. And it uh, just tells a little bit about David's promise, uh, frequently asked questions, all those kinds of things. And I think it'll give you a great overview of uh, of the the uh, the program. Also, I never, I, you guys made these, right? I mean, I wasn't even in there. I was like, you know, laying on some black paper out there or something. But uh, uh, so uh, lip balm, two different flavors of lip balm with David's Promise organic lip balm right there on it. The, so uh, those are uh, those are in the bag. So I'm going to have somebody grab those and take them to the back. Uh, people on their way out can grab those. So uh, and then somebody want to tell, Chris, you want to tell them about these? These are pretty cool. This is something that they came up with. In this bag is, this is for the people that you see on the street corners. And as a matter of fact, we were in Akron. We were in Canton yesterday and we handed one of these out. Uh, while we were there, we had the opportunity to hand one of these out. Uh, Michigan evidently has been hit pretty hard by conversation. So in here they have water, uh, just Pop-Tarts, uh, meat stick, uh, a little thing you connect them with the church or uh, a song, a verse or something. Uh, I love these. I think it's it's just a, a way that just in passing you can reach out, you can give God's hand. Uh, you can see the fa- they can see the face of God through you. I, I think these are amazing and I think they give us enough for everybody to have 10. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have them at the back door. Yeah, the people at David's Promise put these together. Uh, that's what one great thing I think. We're, th- this program is not just about keeping people busy or out of their parents' hair for a while. Uh, they are constantly doing things that are investing in the community. They're actually a part of the community and giving them uh, dignified jobs that are that are serving others, whether it's raising food to be handed out at the food pantry or making bags for folks who are less fortunate, uh, making lip balms so you can greet each other with a holy kiss, whatever whatever the case might be, they are doing things to uh, to truly be a part of the community. So we'll uh, we'll take those to the back too. Chris, you can, it's kind of heavy. Chris and Sean, maybe you guys can carry those boxes to the back in just a second. Uh, uh, and and you can you can take those. And again, uh, basically, they just they hand them out at their church and say, keep them in your car, keep a couple in your car. And if you drive down the road and somebody's out there holding a sign or, or they you know uh, need some help, then um, this is a great practical thing that you can hand to them to say, here, uh, do this. So when we left, and you saw a picture or two up there, one one job we did a couple of days was pick up rocks. Um, not, they're expanding the garden. Uh, they, it's funny, you plow through a, a big field that hasn't been plowed and there's a lot of rocks in it. So then we'd go through and pick up rocks. And, and then 
And then they plow it again. And it's funny, all the rocks that still, you know, come back up again. And it's not really funny, is it? No. Uh, and uh, anyway, so they have rock piles everywhere where they've been doing this for years now. And uh, we were able to do that. Anyway, so they gave us a little plaque, and you'll see it uh, around the church. We'll find a great place to hang it. Uh, Medina Naz Rocks. And uh, it's signed by all the, uh, the, the leaders there that we worked with. And then on the back it says this, Dear Medina family, we can't say thank you enough for following God's call to Jackson, Michigan and to David's promise. Because of you, families with special needs will find Jesus. Thank you for planting the seeds that will change lives for generations to come. We love you all. Your Jackson Naz family. So... Um, yeah, I just, I just really believe that God's hand was in, uh, in the entire thing. We were talk, talking about doing some wild and crazy trip to Alaska or something like that, uh, and eh, maybe someday. Um, and, and really, truly, I mean, the, the minute we walked into that church and they started explaining all of this, it was just clear to all of us that this is exactly where we needed to be for this, uh, for this time and place. So uh, anyway, just uh, wanted, to, uh, wanted to thank you once again and to share with you a little bit about what... Uh, what we were able to accomplish uh, in your name and uh, with God's uh, leadership through this uh, through this trip. And we'll post that video, you guys. We'll post the video and give you the link, and we can share it and all those kinds of things, so you can cry again and all that. So, um, one one thing that I think um, this folds right into is the last couple of weeks we've been in a little series uh, that's. And go ahead to that next slide there, Dave. Be generous. And I think this embodies, this is a sermon that you've just seen and that we've participated in about being generous with our lives. Um, we, uh, we have the chance to recognize that our lives are not our own. The, uh, the, the kind of the, the four points of the, the series has, and maybe it's the next slide that has that on there. There we go. And I've told you this. God owns our lives. God owns everything. Uh, that, that we can trust him with our lives. And sometimes that's a big, big hurdle. We don't necessarily, we want to work everything out. We want to have it all in place. We want to do this and, and do that and, and make sure that everything all works out. Uh, but we can trust God with our lives. It's not about me and what I do, but it's about what God can do in me uh, and how he can use me. Um, God blesses, and we need to recognize that, and that's a whole shift in mindset. It's not that I earned this or I have what I have because I did all this work, but that it, the things that I have and the blessings that I have have come from God. And uh, then the reason that I'm blessed, the reason why God blesses is so that I can be a blessing. Uh, look to those ways, those places, those situations where you can be a blessing in someone else's life. It might be, uh, might be in your family. Uh, it might be a place where you, you need to, uh, hold your tongue in order to be a blessing. Or you need to serve someone. Uh, you need to, maybe, maybe, uh, in your neighborhood. It may be at work this week. It may be, uh, maybe on a mission trip. It may be, uh, a whole host of things. Look for ways that you can be a blessing. Let's pray together. Father God, What a joy it is to recognize that our lives are not our own, that you are God and you have a plan for us, that we can trust you with our lives, no matter how crazy they get, no matter what the circumstances, no matter how great, no matter how difficult, Lord, we can trust you. And Lord, I pray that as we see the blessings, as we experience the, uh, the blessings in our lives, the, the, the things that, uh, that you have given to us, the, 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 the time that we have, the, the abilities that you've given to us, the, the relationships that we have, even the stuff that we have. Lord, you have given us all of that, not just to be, not just to be held on our own, but so that we can be a blessing, use those things to be a blessing in the lives of others. 
Lord, I pray that as we go from here, that, uh, that our community would, uh, would, would not know what hit us, <laughs> that we'd recognize, that we'd know, that uh, even this team, as we have uh, celebrated what we did a few hours away in that state up north, Lord, I, I pray that, that, that as, we, as we go from here, we can recognize how those principles and those things that we've learned can be applied to our personal lives and to the ministries of our church. Lord, help us, help us to bring this experience home and uh, help us to know how, how uh, we need to change and adapt and seek out your plans and your blessings and your will in our lives as well. We thank you so much for your presence here today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.